Welcome back, everyone. This is the CMBL team. We are here to talk about the experiences of working together, um, the lessons that we've learned, um, the journey of CMBL as an organization, which we started 10 months ago in September of 2019. And as we get ready to disperse as a team to pursue our individual endeavors, we just kind of wanted to talk about the lessons we've learned together, especially working as a family, not only friends, but as a family. So everyone is on here with me. And I think I will start by saying that I am truly grateful for each and every one of you for joining me on this journey. It's not been easy. I think we've all um, taken lessons together, grown together, not only individually as well. Um, And to also support my vision and dream has been extremely gratifying. Um, There are not so many friends that you can say support your dream wholeheartedly and take out their time to support you the way you guys have. So I'm truly grateful for that. And just to give you guys, our listeners, a bit of background, um, mental health has been a part of my life for a very long time. Um, I think the person who's probably known it most is probably Rachel and Shetty intimately. Um, And so even as I was coming together to be able to say, hey, we need to do something for our African community. It was always based off on the things that I've been going through myself and also just making sure that I never want anyone to go through what I have gone through in the past, you know, be it like suicide ideation, be it like being very low that you can't even feel, um, that you even have to push your loved ones away. Um, but you know, just having or creating a space for people to be able to be like talking is also okay. Cause it's, we don't do a lot of talking. And I remember Rachel saw saw a certain thing that I said the other day when you're asked, how are you really doing? You just cross and say, I'm doing okay because you don't really want to talk about what's going on. So I think for CMBL and as I continue to carry out the vision, it's to always empower people young people old people parents or whatever age it may be to continuously recognize their emotions and not hide them off from people and from themselves especially so that is why we started cmbl it's been a it's been a great journey it's um the reception that we've gotten from people has been amazing um it's been great having ideas come together, um, visualizing different things. And so I'll ask whoever wants to go next to talk about probably why they joined in and why it was important for them to do this as well. Sup, what's up, my people? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is Bogwa. And uh, I think for me, the way it started, it's like I wanted to help you out uh, in doing like event because I, I think I always told you before like you can do event planning. Uh, that's something that you should get into because you're really good at like I guess coming up with plans, uh, things to do, always putting together events for the group. 
Um, so I went in with the mindset of like, I'm gonna help you kind of like get into something that I've told you you should yeah. do, right? Um, uh, I think initially the what I had in mind was definitely not what it came out to be. Uh, CMBL ended up being way bigger and uh, more than I would have envisioned. Right. And yeah, it, I think it turned out pretty good. Um, and yeah, for me, it was just a journey of like letting go because um, I don't think mental health is like a area I was particularly interested in, right? But throughout the course of uh, CMBL, I learned a lot about myself. Um, I learned a lot about working with the team. Um, and then I kind of saw, I, I think this is something interesting that I've been reflecting on. Uh, kind of like, you know, sometimes we talk about like diversity uh, and the importance of that. Uh, and I started uh, kind of like thinking about it in my own aspect in terms of like the projects that I've tried to uh, implement, things I've tried to do on my own or put together a team. I don't think I valued uh, having uh, a woman on the team. <laughs> prior to this as much as uh, I do now, because I've seen like just the way you guys approached things was like completely different. So I think that's something I'll be taking with me going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, please be an equal opportunist. We're <laughs> <laughs> here for the diversity. Make, make a woman the CEO. <clears throat> yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess I can go. Um, yeah, so this is Debbie. Um, I remember um, when Shido first told me about her idea of, you know, um, putting together like a mental health organization. I was back in Seattle back then. Um, and I remember, I think it was either a call or a text, mostly a text. Um, and, you know, she, th at that time, was uh, under a different name, um, the idea that she had. And, uh, um, and I remember her telling me her vision, and I was like, you know what, yeah, if you need me, I'm always here to um, help in whatever way. And I was also, I was coming from a place also of where I've had, like, a lot of experience in the mental health industry. Um, having worked with um, individuals with mental health for, gosh, about four years now, I think so, four or five years, I think it has been. Um, and I was like, you know what, um, I'll, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm going to be here to help, um, you know, in any way that she would want me to. And so, you know, that idea, I just pushed it in the back of my mind. And fast forward to um, 2018, um, when, uh, you know, this, it, it, um, at, a, at the concert where we add that this idea came about and, you know, a little bit later, you know, she came in, she's like, yeah, um, we, we need to, I'm, I'm putting together this organization. I have like this goal, um, an idea of putting something together to just push for, um, mental health awareness, um, and so again, you know, I was like, I am definitely here for it. Um, I'm always here to advocate for mental health awareness. So, you know, why not? And like, 
like what was said, I think a lot of us didn't really realize how big this thing was going to be. Um, and so we, you know, we just hopped on. I personally hopped on with the idea to see, just to see how it's, how it's going to go. So yeah, like here we are 10 months later, this has ended up being like such a big thing. Um, I personally have learned a lot. I've definitely seen myself stretch myself in ways that I do not imagine. Um, I can personally say that it was hard trying to manage CMDL and also being a full-time student and try and meet like the deadlines that, you know, had been set for us um, personally to um, work on different tasks. So how I was able to do it, I honestly do not know how. I still look back and I'm like, how the hell was I able to like juggle all those things? But, but I'll say it's God. It, it, it's only God. But, um, you know, all in all, it's still been amazing um, working on such a huge thing with your friends. I don't think I've been in a position where I'm working on a big thing or a big event with my friends. It was always you know, work, school, something like that. And so it, it, it becomes quite different when it's with your friends. Um, and, I'm, and I think we'll definitely get into the nitty gritties of like the process later on. Um, but so far that, was, that has been my experience. Um, and I will let the next person go. It seems we're going by age, you know, oldest to youngest. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rachel has wow. to get the tail. <laughs> wow. That's the last. Second best is, a la- is the best. Is that how it goes? Second last is the best. Oh. <laughs> sure. Is that really? I don't know. I haven't had my yet <clears throat> i haven't had my coffee yet but anyways so we're, we're talking about why we joined cmbl right we're not yet talking about the lessons we've learned okay i feel like i i mean i i've always been like i guess an advocate for mental health maybe not as as big of an advocate as like deb or chiro but i've definitely always valued it and thought that it was an important concept <clears throat> especially in the last couple of years. But I would definitely say that our group has really been inspiring in that we were, the, the different conversations we would have, right, when we'd get together, we didn't even realize how, like, vital and therapeutic they were. And that to be able to take that, like, creative, not creative space, open space beyond the walls of our group, but into the public space, like I'm really is primarily I think why one of the reasons why I, I well secondary to you know supporting Shiro was like <clears throat> um, was because of that because I I saw that like there was a real urgency that people really needed a place to feel like their emotions were seen as a human experience that it was okay to feel how they were feeling people are going through a lot and. Um, so I'd say that's the secondary reason. And then as I feel like as time went by, obviously it got more involved and it grew. And I think none of us expected it to turn out the way it would turn out. 
I feel like every month there was like it was growing bigger and bigger and we we're like you know playing catch up and I think we did a good job of keeping up with how big it was growing um but yeah I would say the, I mean those are the two reasons and I think it turned out really well like I am honestly beyond uh shocked like I'm shocked just like the reception of people like Shiro said and um people really affirming us even when we went to church and I remember we had that like panel and we had so many parents behind us backing us up saying like whatever y'all needed we're here for you we're here to support you and that knowing that our community was behind us that was also like really good throughout this process because sometimes you're like introducing this idea or like starting this initiative that's been a stigma and sometimes you don't know if like people will be on board or they will be like they'll reject it but I think we got so much positive response that you could clearly see this is something people really wanted and needed in our community um and so I'll end that end my little spiel there All right, so worse for last. Goodbye. Anyways, <laughs> I think for me, mental health, when I really thought about it and thought about like um, what intrigued me or what interests me, I thought back to when we first moved here, my family and I, from Kenya, and I was about eight, and they used to work um, as caregivers in. Uh, group homes that being my parents and like I remember asking like what they do and they were trying to kind of explain their role as a caregiver but I really wasn't understanding like who these clients were and why my parents needed to be there at work it just wasn't making sense because mental health is not something that we talk about in our community and um, especially mentally disorder mental disorders or mental illnesses so when you see it, I personally, I didn't know what that was. And um, growing up, fast forward, you know, you have um, friends going through stuff and you can clearly see it's affecting who they are. It's affecting their behavior, their thoughts. And um, that's when mental health started coming into play as we got older, started understanding that, you know, the mind is a fragile thing and also... Um, there are people in this world, like, it's not something you choose. You don't choose to wake up and say that you're not okay today. And so I think the older I got and having experiences with those that I knew, those that were close to me, and seeing the struggles that they had and the effects that it had on their life. Um, and like Shiro said, even going through her experience with her and seeing, like, the different events in her life and what that did to her is what... Um, really led me to be here where I am and also not only that I'm also in school and these are things that we're exposed to when we go out to the hospital when you go out on the mental health unit and so I think slowly just based on what was around me my environment um, I came to a place of like I have to know more in order to be able to interact with the people that I'm around and so um, yeah, through learning, I've become appreciative of the knowledge that I've gained and even to go through experiences like this um, where we're not only putting this out for 
um, just people to be aware, but it also forces us to now do our own research and um, figure out, you know, what is this that we're really tackling? And it's been a it's been a pretty interesting experience, as everyone has said. And um, yeah, it's not one that I would take back. I think I definitely learned a lot on the business side of stuff, like the little things that people might not think about that you have to. Um, but yeah, in the end of it all, we definitely came together to support Shiro. Um, and yeah, it's an experience that we're all glad for, I think. So I think I'll stop there for now before we get into the nitty-gritty mm -hmm. yep so i guess now we're just gonna have a conversation together um about the journey and i think if i can if i can talk about for a bit the lessons that i think i've learned and i was telling this to my dad the other day is that like as a leader and i'll talk i'll talk from the leadership aspect is that I have had the assumption for so long that a leader, as long as the leader knows the way they want it to go, the rest, everybody else below should be cool with it, right? And that's not the case. And then you realize that also as a leader, you're supposed to actually check yourself more than anyone else working with you or beside you or below you because you set the tone. You're responsible for the tone. You take accountability for anything. And a good friend of mine always told me this. It's like, I'll use an example with, with Bogwa or the creative directors, um, Bogwa and Shetty, right? <laughs> and say like, if they, if, they, if they came up with an idea and I just left them to do that idea and then that idea doesn't pan out and all I do is blame them for that idea, like that's not being a leader. Like I didn't take accountability because I also have a role to play. And I think one of the things that I'll probably take with me are when I really went low and I didn't do the best communicative process with you guys when I needed a break, you know? And the reason I say that's really important for me because, because it also like goes back to how we constantly talk about communication, constantly communicating, no matter how bad things are, no matter how great things are, we need to let each other know where we are at mentally, you know, it's, it's mental health. So we need to talk about where we are at mentally and also realizing that, leadership is not a one-way thing it's it, it's it's a it's a spectrum that is constantly changing you constantly have to change yourself and your behavior and then you constantly also have to be like okay i'm used to doing things this way but the people that i'm working with are not used to my kind of space and how i work so i have to adjust to that so i think those are like the most important things i took with me especially you know Boa probably or Shetty who always reminds me it's like sure you're so direct <laughs> that people who don't know you do not understand that realm of you and I think I've because I guess the way I talk directly with emails with other people when you're in the business world and you're talking to someone else and you really don't know them there's not that whole like um I'm losing a word for it there's not that whole expectations for me to hold a certain kind of communication skill. You know, when you work, when you work with your friends, 
and and people who are like family and are close to you there's a different sort of expectation because these are people who are still your friends outside business so they know you they have a different relationship with you so i think for me those are very important things that i learned through and i and i and i and you know to actually pick up on what bogwa said he he talked about also being involving other people and i think we are truly honored the four of us here as women like we are you know we're in awe that like you're one of the guys who decided to ride this with us you know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the one that is <laughs> you know like he decided to ride this with us and if you guys can remember we were on FaceTime with Rachel and it was at least Dennis was there another guy here do you guys remember i don't remember i feel like there was another guy I, I don't remember, but, you know, Boa decided to take the mantle. And I think a, a big part of why we've been so successful is having another, a male by our side, you know, because it was us women. Yes, we were emotional. We talk about emotions, but I think the biggest thing that my dad is always talking about is the fact that Boa came out and was able to share his experiences. So, for that, I think that's the niche we had as well um, as a group. So yeah, I when I reflect on all those things, I just, to the person who's listening to this, whether you're trying to start something or that you're trying to do something for your community, you always cannot be stuck in yourself as a leader because I think irrespective to the times that I've played leadership roles all my life probably, I've never actually like been like, oh, okay, like a leader actually has to change all the time. You're evolving all the time. You're growing all the time and you have to adapt to the environment and adapt to the people that you're, you're, um, you're working with. So that was very important for me. And I think that's been the important lesson for me. Um, yeah. And I think conversation wise, and I, Rachel and I were reflecting on this, I think we did a great job and you all can agree with me, we at least always communicated. If we can meet deadlines, you know, like Deb is sharing with you guys, like school, even Rachel, while she was in school, I think the both of them were pretty tied up and they were in charge of social media. So I also think also as a leader, it was always like for me to be like, if they can do it, I can do it for them. And I think that's a mentality I've always had just being, a team player, respective of playing a leadership role. So, yeah, for me, it was it was that, and I loved it. I've loved every part of it, and I've and I've and I'm still constantly reflecting. <laughs> um, um, and also, I think the one thing that will never change for me is like time, being very time conscious. And I know all of you know this, and I think I get that from my father. It's like I'm very like if something is happening in two months, I'm like, let's plan it like, like three months in advance. So I'm very, I'm always like trying to be ahead of whatever it is that we wore on our calendars. So I think that's one of like the best experiences for me. And also like our town hall meeting that we had a couple of weeks ago, 
Um, and also, like, I enjoyed li- how we would all come up with ideas. I think when we're in meetings and Shetty would come up with a random idea and we're like, oh, my God, okay, great. Like, what else are we doing? You know, or how we came up with the podcast, how we came up with the playlist, how we came up with all these ideas that Rachel had for social media, Deb taking over all the video stuff. I mean, like, to you who's listening, a lot of work and effort has gone into this. And so yeah it was it was great it was really good so um it was it was also challenging and i don't know if anyone wants wants to add on to that i think it it was um maybe the part that was challenging was just like you know learning people in a professional space is different than in a friendship space so professionally the work got to be done but if we're friends you know it's leisure so really learning your how your friend is in a professional space was a big thing I think um even just learning like what people's work ethic is um that was a huge thing and somewhat like uh so I guess that was a challenging part. But also I would say um, maybe the, the reason why it was such a success was that we understood each other and like maximizing the, like if you know someone is good at this thing, like make sure you assign them to that particular mm-hmm. um, assignment, you know? Um because I think like when you start giving people just like any role, it can kind of go left real quick. You know what I mean? But like, okay, you know, Bo was good at IT for sure. Do not pair him up with social media. Do not pair <laughs> him up with right. No, I'm not, right. I'm not coming right. for you. I'm just saying, I think it's just like learning what are you good at and how can I maximize yeah. that your gift in this particular um group you know what I mean like for example me and Bo I feel like we're definitely not social media people Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think when it first started it was like social like we were also being told you need to do and we're like yo I'm still trying to navigate Instagram I'm Instagram illiterate I don't even sure like (laughs) you know and then you go to Rachel's IG story it's well decorated (laughs) very inviting mine's just a blank I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, like, I remember like the first time I was like sure how do I add a song to this video <laughs> to this not video to this picture because this is out here struggling but I think also what it's what it's done too I think well, at least for me I'll say I think it's definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. you know I've definitely I feel like it's made me come out to the forefront more being more pictures than I've wanted to be in being more videos <laughs> um but yeah I think it's it's definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone for for sure because I I feel like I'm good at behind the scenes you know just like giving feedback and criticism and like what needs to be done behind the camera actually this time I really had to be in front of the camera not once Jesus It was a miracle, by the way. I didn't Very know miraculous. Was- and you know, I never said no. 
Let, you never it. did. I was shook. That's even awesome. though you, even though picking pictures is a problem. Yeah, we, we had trouble with you picking pictures, though. Let's not. <laughs> yes, y'all. Let me tell you, but I did it. That's <laughs> period. Yeah, that was progress. progress. I, yes, I did it. Um, and I think it says. I think it also speaks volumes about us that we were able to work well with one another, um, even like as friends. Like a lot of times when friends work together, it doesn't work out, doesn't pan out very well. But I think it, it says a lot about our group and who we are, um, the fact that we were able to work well with each other and actually come up with this excellent project and for it to turn out so well um yeah um yeah i'd like um like shetty said um for me a big thing was trying to like merge the two like prof- you know working with your friends in a professional setting and trying to balance you know being professional and also the friendship aspect of it um considering like I'd never done that before, you know, it's either we're friends or we're working together in a professional setting. Like there was no both in trying to like balance um, those two. And so for me, I feel like at some point um, that was a challenging part for me. Um, But, you know, I kept, it it, it taught me how to um, sort of like switch, um, turn on and off that switch, you know, turn, because at the end of the day was, we're here for one goal and one goal only to ensure that the, the, the virtual event that we had, we had to be great and also to push this movement that we are pushing for. Um, and so the other little things, I would have my little uh, meetings with myself and be like, okay, let me, uh, I know <laughs> such and such and such, maybe, wasn't as how you want it, but you know what? We'll, we'll deal with that. Let's, you know, let's, let's keep moving. Cause, um, the goal was to ensure that we are all on the same page and trying to come up with something really great. Um, and, uh, and as I said before, you know, the other challenging thing was trying to, um, also like manage school, and also manage CMEL. Yeah, like, um, I like all the graphics that you see on the Instagram, all the videos um, that you see. I had to edit those, and editing it does not take two minutes. Um, <laughs> it's a process, it's not two minutes. And so it was, you know, I, I, I had to really be on top of my time management. Um, game because also I don't want to be the person who's lagging behind and having us to like extend our deadlines when we don't have to so I had to like okay let me finish a b and c that's needed for school immediately and then I can set up you know some little time on the side to work on you know this video that needs to be uploaded maybe tomorrow the day before uh, or the day after um yeah, so, you know, like, there was a lot of that. And um, also, I think another great thing was also to see, um, like, the different qualities in each and every one of us. Like, I, you know, I came to learn how we, all, you know, 
the, um, I guess, the extent of how we could push ourselves, like all the great qualities that we have. Like, look, Shido, who's able to put, like, bring people together and create um, such a beautiful event. And just like the mastermind, I would like, I'll tell you this, you know, like it impresses the hell out of me. Like just how you're able to be creative in such a beautiful way and come up with such a beautiful thing, you know, putting all those pieces together, all these things that I myself would not be like, oh, okay, so that's needed. I had not even thought of that, you know? (laughs) But you see all the all of them, and you, you know, you're always like, I mean, okay, sometimes the messages would be a little bit overwhelming, but in hindsight, I'm like, okay, I see where she's going, you know, I see why she's all like, all these ideas flowing, like that was really impressive. Um, You know, Bogwa, you as a guy, first of all, like taking that mantle, like I salute you, you know, Um, as we've, we've all seen like how, you know, he has progressed and also like built, First of all, building a whole website in such a short time. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, like, woo, woo. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> I mean, I know that is part of your job. Like, you, not you get know, paid you for do it. that. But, but you didn't get paid for it. Like, you yeah. did, you, you know, that was your time, you know, like, you spend a lot of time on that. Um, Sherry, with your great ideas, you know, being our spokes lady, some, you know, time and time. Rachel, you know, social media, like, I feel like you did more of the social media than I did of the no. social media. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel was queen. <laughs> that was our content creator. We just push it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's just, it's been really great to see all this different all, all of our like traits come together and mix up and bring up something beautiful. That's and, true. And, and just be, just before Boa Rachel goes, I think we've all we're all talking about we work together as friends, but I think it's the understanding of communication. You know, even when things were bad, we we're like, nah, we got to talk about it. You know, even right. when things weren't working out, we're like, nah, this is not good. You know, or I think even just being like, I'm not comfortable doing this. And I don't think any of us ever forced each other to do things we didn't want mm-hmm. as well. And I also feel like with me being very understanding to Rachel, the four of you actually just to to be like okay they are not able to do this so most of the times i'd be like okay like it doesn't matter let me learn and i'll take over like i remember with like doing the posters and thumbnails and all that stuff like i was like okay i might as well learn because deb is busy with school you know rachel would call me let's review this whole you know how to do highlights how to advertise things on social media so i think also it's being and I think why people fail, why some people fail with the friendliness and working together, I think I've heard before is that like, you expect things to go smoothly. So when things become rough, you don't talk it out. You're just like, ah, Manze, like they've disappointed me. Let's move on. And we're never working together again. But I don't think the five of us here can actually say we'll never work together again. That's, we would be lying to you. But what we're trying to tell you is, is that like, it took a lot of communication and also like swallowing a lot of pride and listening to like the critics that we all had of each other. And also being okay with the fact that 
you can't push someone truly out of their comfort zone unless they want to be pushed. So yeah, kudos to Sherry though. Those pictures came through clutch. So thanks, model. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, Deb, you didn't thank Sherry for being the comedian of the group? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I ain't even taking it personally. You spent a good minute on those two up there, Bogo and Shiro. <laughs> and then she just passed by. I know, passed by like, you were good spokesman. You were good. <laughs> not take it personally. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm done. Listen, and the bank account was safe, okay? The <laughs> most important You know what, those kind of part, I realized I missed that, you know. Shetty, how like do Let me tell you, we could not do the amount of stuff that we would have done without that bank account being that is very true absolutely money is you couldn't purchase and do stuff with canvas Boa, you could not do whatever you type absolutely sherry you did a such an amazing job most important job money what yeah. would we be without money? Yeah. yeah. My damn treasure. My damn is made up of just one person. Let me just say. <laughs> and the band. Just... Oh, man. That is fine. I needed to let the people know what I was doing. I was beyond okay. spokeswoman. I was beyond just giving ideas. Because giving ideas is more of a passive um, participation. No, but you were like, but I think, but I think, I don't think it's passive. I think, Shadi, you. I'm just saying, my act a lot of ideas for this. No, like a huge chunk passive, of like how this is part of like your your Nini ideas were really a big part of how this whole thing ended up being. Yeah. You know, so I'm not saying I don't say it lightly. Like when I'm saying, like you, are, I don't say it lightly. <laughs> Someone meet Rachel. Know how important ideas are. It's because you see why Rachel's laughing. Wait, it's because they really, really tried to make that passive job exactly for you. really look important. You <laughs> don't, you know. Um, so your ideas yeah. were good, but we have to acknowledge that. You are direct. Exactly. My directed job. role was uh, finances. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, Dad. This was definitely, I think, like, it made me appreciate being able to work with the group of people that you know. Because I think if you thought of any other work setting at times, if things are going wrong, it's hard to say that this is not working for me. If you're in a team where you're not always communicating or you don't see each other all the time, it's very hard to be like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't think I like this. Or, hey, let's try this idea out instead of that. At times, I think it's hard to do that in different work settings. So that's one thing I definitely appreciated because I was like, you might not have this again when you go somewhere else. But hopefully you do. Hopefully you have a good team. Um, and also, I think what, uh, let me remember who was saying, Sherry, whatever someone is, whatever thing someone is good at let them do that and I think like over time we learned that so even trying to say hey let's all post stories advertising if you know damn well Bogwa is not gonna be on this story even though he tried like he did try and he would post what he's using a thumbs up 
Let me tell you. And like the the, the <laughs> I'm weak. Oh God. I think we just had to acknowledge whatever someone's strength was and be okay with it. Cause at some point, I think towards the end, especially because we had done so I don't think we even understand how much we were able to do in such a um restricted time limit yeah because we were doing all of this for our main event in june so all the months we were working we knew like oh my god like every month is going by there's still so much we have to do i think may mental health awareness month was the most tiring month for me like mentally i was exhausted but it it was good it all turned out well yeah but um I don't think, yeah, it takes a lot. It goes, there's a lot of behind the scenes that go into it. And if you know that Bogwa is good with that, let Bogwa do that. And don't make him feel as though he's not, you know, stepping up if he doesn't do the other thing as well as you wanted him to. And we had to learn that over time. Like, okay, you might not be good at doing this, but all right. If Sherry is good at providing like criticism or like tweaking ideas, then that's okay. She can put that input in for us. So Learning to appreciate the small things. Communication, definitely. I think it can be both good and bad when you know each other because you know each other well enough to understand, like, how you're communicating. But you could also get, like, I don't want to say, like, lack professionalism, but, like, you could try it with each other a little bit. Like, you'd be trying it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how you're going to send this text message. You know, like. I don't know. It's good and bad, but just finding the balance and making sure you talk stuff out for sure. Because again, when you work with each other, like mm-hmm. Sherry and Shira are sisters. You can't, when you're done here and you live together, you can't like, if you were mad in the meeting, it's going to carry with you when you're in the house, you know? So like we had to figure out how to talk about stuff when things weren't going right, but also addressing when things went well and making sure, especially when you work as a team, making sure you tell people, Hey, you've done a good job. And I think like Shiro was slowly, you know, understanding all of these things and what it takes to be a leader. Like she was saying, and she did a very outstanding job. Like Deb was saying, like, literally she would do some stuff and I'm like, I don't even know why you're awake right now. Like, how does this, why, why are you awake? Go to bed. And she all, she took it upon herself. I think to literally learn something about everything, Mm -hmm. which is another good leadership characteristic because if something goes wrong and Boba is not able to put the podcast up, you know how to do it. You've learned how to do that. If I'm sick or I'm in school or I'm at work, whatever, you're able to take up and do whatever is needed. And I think like seeing you willing to step in and not just like make noise or like get upset, you know, you'd be like, it's all right, I've got it covered. And that also speaks to volumes who you are. And we're very grateful to have worked with you. And it was a good learning experience for all of us, especially like how Boba is saying, like we didn't know what to expect when all of this started. We didn't know like the trajectory of like, And that's another thing I think I would say when you're starting something, like make sure you definitely go through your like short-term, long-term goal. That way going forward, you know, you're not trying to figure out what the next step is after like you finish this project. Very important to have a good plan. Um, And to do your research, like getting licensed, getting written in as an organization, doing all the little things. Like if you plan to do scholarships, doing 
research to figure out how you need to put in scholarships if you're trying to advertise and you're trying to market what things will work on social media what things won't like some things you would post up and it's like oh this is a different quality than what we accept you can't promote oh this video is too long you can't promote all the little things like make sure all the departments you plan to have before you get into it fully like just start doing that research with your team and then launch but of course we learn as we go but yeah definitely if we came back to do this again i'm sure we've learned a lot and would do things differently for sure for the better but i applaud all of us we tried it for real yeah. and i think being able mm-hmm. to like do all that stuff in such a short amount yeah. of time yeah. while also juggling our personal lives yeah and even doing the wedding anything like you know it just being able to shoot those videos within one day, take those pictures, right? Um, and even like, you know, um, setting up a schedule with your respective panel panelists and shooting those, those videos. Like it was, it was remarkable that we were able to do that within less than a year, literally. Um, and so that's also like something I wanted to commend us all for. And that um, I forgot to mention, I wanted to piggyback on Boa's idea of diversity earlier and just mention how, uh, <clears throat> I know we've been giving you credit to Boa, your head is about to explode, <laughs> don't worry. I, I'm not even giving you any more credit. But just how like representation matters. I think that this has taught me, well, I think I knew that, but seeing it, I guess it's different um, how like Boa being a male uh, person in this group, um, his representation has been able to pull um, his like, you know, and that is something that I think um, that was needed, you know, like you start to see like why they really emphasize having different of, of having people of different backgrounds on your team because they tend to bring one unique perspectives right but when people tend to see themselves in a particular institution or, or team or group or um well team and group are the same things but a part of an organization then they're, they're more likely to maybe listen or be open-minded to 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 it you know or be more receptive and i just want to say like thank you for for taking one for the team, for standing out, for putting your, your story out there, first of all. Um, yeah, if you tell me putting your story out there, I know that was, that was a big deal. Uh, but yeah, so, especially yeah, knowing you. And, yeah, after we dropped that, um, I think I remember, I don't know I texted you, I was like, I'm going to hide under the bed. <laughs> I think so, I think you did. Yeah, I think was just, I was Why? No, no, because I mean, it's still, it's like dealing with a different... You're like, oh, it's out there. Yeah, it's kind of like being uncomfortable. And I think uh, this entire process, the one thing I learned is like learning to be like uncomfortable. And I think through multiple different instances, that was something that I had to like understand, like, okay, it's fine just to go through this process of, that's quite uncomfortable. But when you come out at the end, you learn like new things about yourself. You kind of grow um and that's what this entire thing has taught me it's just being okay with being uncomfortable and then also when you're working on a project with uh different people uh i guess first of all there's an understanding of like 
uh, everyone's kind of like, uh, what they, they expect it to deliver on what they have, right? And uh, it's being held, uh, holding yourself accountable to whatever you're uh, deciding to jump on. And actually, like, just the thing I've learned is you either jump in with both feet or don't jump at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's something that I had to grapple with throughout the process of like, okay, I did sign up for this and I might as well, if I'm doing it, I might mm -hmm. as well do it to the, to the best of my ability, right? Mm -hmm. Or just don't do it at all. And since I was in, I was just going to do it to the best of my ability. And I think that's what even led me to doing the podcast because I was like, like, it's, I have to, like, you yeah. know, if I'm trying to abide by these principles of my life, then, you know, mm -hmm. Do, do it and leave it out there and I'll be happy with that and I can move, you know, I can move, once I move on to something else, uh, yeah. I'll be happy with the work that I've done. And I think I'll, I, and I, I think, yeah, we should definitely be proud of everything that we did. Definitely. It was a lot, it was a lot and it turned out to be beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, something else that I, I was thinking about whenever you guys were talking, it's kind of like uh, realizing the power within just you peace of the black panther i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god rachel yes. wakanda. wakanda wakanda what were you saying yeah i just had wakanda, wakanda. so I was, I was like but no i was saying realizing the power of like the people you have around you because mm. it's crazy i would not yeah. thought we'd all be able to do something that's as big as this yeah uh and i think I think if you start looking at the people around you yeah. as capable of like doing like a lot of tremendous great things, mm. now you're seeing like everyone in a different light where exactly. you're like, man, it's just like a whole lot of power here. Yeah. And just gotta start like uh I guess adding feel to that. Yeah. yeah. And I and I and I damn, like Bogwa. Damn. <laughs> but no, I, I completely agree with that, right? Like like I think sometimes when we limit ourselves to, and and let's let correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. We look at our friendship right here, right? And our friendship is not just limited to good times. It's limited now to working together. It's limited to. It's not limited. Sorry. It's unconditional in the aspect of like we can work together and still be friends. Mm -hmm. We can fight and still be friends. Mm -hmm. It's not just about you know having these great times. And also like having these uncomfortable conversations. If you guys remember a month before we started CMBL, we were in Bogwa's living room and we were all talking about all these uncomfortable things. And we saw all the other guys in our group literally open up to some point, even if they were not agreeing with what we had to say, they were talking. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the step we want to do as we grow, because we're at a level where individually, we're constantly growing, but even as a group, we don't want to be like leaving the others behind. We yeah. want to be, we want to be growing together. So I definitely agree with that. And I also want to just um, highlight on what Rachel has said to you who's listening, research, research, research. I don't think there's a meeting, excuse me. I don't think there's a meeting that we had that we didn't go like, oh, wait, we got to research this and then get back to the next meeting mm -hmm. and decide how things are going to go forward. And as Rachel is talking about that, it's, it's been, it's been really nice being able to encompass what I want to do with CMBL in the future. You know, this, this path 
you know, this is an idea that I've had probably six years, seven years for yeah, a very I, long time. I, I remember you yeah. talking about Caroscope. Yeah, Bogwa has known. Bogwa has known about this since we were probably in college. Yeah, yeah. And and I used to just come up with ideas, and I'm just like, okay, we're gonna do this. Then I meet Deb three years ago, and I tell Deb, this is what we're gonna call it: one one fourteen foundation. Remember, I texted yeah, you my birthday, and I was like, one fourteen. Yeah. We yeah. even picked logos. Yeah, we I even picked the logos. And I was like, okay, but what are we going to do? Are we going to feed the hungry? Because I was like, Bobo is like, okay, well, in that aspect, I don't know how we can do. <laughs> but it's crazy that that my experience is what led to this outcome. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, um, and I'm sure in a little bit, we're going to talk about the, the, the future and the segues like we're all taking. But this has also given me direction because this forced me this forced me to become a crisis text counselor. You know, I, I, I was certified back in December. It, it forced me to go into different things, you know, such as like women's rights and getting certified under the women's rights under like the Young African Leaders Initiative. Like it forced me to also like read more mental health books. It forced me to like wanna understand what more can be done in the mental health field. So that's what I'm saying, like as a leader, even if your people are doing the best that they can with the project that you're working on, it's like you even as yourself, you're like, man, like I got to study up and level up Mm -hmm. because I, I'm trying to create this whole other process. And the beauty of that is having people who support you. I think having my father be in a leadership role all the time, I I have come to see that the most important thing as a leader, you may want to start a company, but if you do not have the support that I have had, you you can never go anywhere. And that's why I can agree that no man is an island in that aspect of like, yeah. yes, yes, you can believe in yourself that you need to do that as a leader, but also the people who are backing you up, they have to see your vision. They may not really understand it. They may not even be like deeply intertwined in it as you are, but they're supportive. And I think the supportive role comes in many ways and that's where Shadi's coming in or Rachel's coming in and saying you add your talent to whatever it is that you can offer Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, I feel like Boba just spoke a whole lot of wisdom so I'm still simmering it in Mm -hmm. (laughs) whoever wants this has made me miss like when you were talking about the crew and like a month before we started we had that discussion I guess but we've had so many like little discussions but it just made me miss the crew and our in our open space mm-hmm. you know when we just have that open space and just like where we're winding down unpacking what is going on with everyone and just you know because of like quarantine reasons we haven't been able to do so but i'm now curious to really know like how are people doing within our group like how are they bearing the weight of everything that is going on on top of their own problems that they had prior to entering quarantine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we've been talking to each other on an individual basis, but we know that there's cer- certain people who it's not until we all start sharing at the same time, then they feel sort of compelled to also share their own stories. Um, and I'm hoping that, that by like our group or like with CMBL and stuff, it will inspire people to, to want to create their own safe spaces because people are really going through it, really, really going through it. And um, yeah, people just need to be heard and need somewhere where they can unpack how they feel and what they're going through. So um, can we, I think, 
Go ahead, Debs. Yeah. Can we also address the fact that how we were so flexible to be able to like switch out our plans from having yeah. an actual live event to transforming it to a virtual event in such a short time? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when we were planning this, it was pre-quarantine and then um, COVID hit and, you know, decided you know, closing down on things. And we really do not know how things are going to go, honestly. Um, And we we were scrambling to figure out, okay, are we still going to keep our venue? You know, are they going to refund us our money if we don't keep the venue? And then trying to also figure out, like, an alternative to this big event. So I feel like we need to really give ourselves a kudos like really switching around really that quick you know um being focused on the mission yeah like we were mission driven the whole time (laughs) yeah that'll happen it's like okay well i guess we gotta adjust and you know was like let's do a virtual town hall because we didn't have another idea shady was like oh wait a minute Mm -hmm. let's do a town hall so also it's really i feel like it's also really important to highlight that if you're going to start a group of like an organization with a group of friends or people that you're that you know know people's work ethic because let me tell you if you don't know people's work ethic it's really gonna bring you down you need to know someone's work ethic in a professional space right because you are relying because we're so small you literally are depending on that person to be able to to fulfill their job that if they're not there you are not like okay having to fill yeah. a whole new position you know what i mean yeah and so i think really understanding like what you know can i rely on you to do this job that i have appointed you to do mm-hmm. in this organization it's small obviously and you know there's also the thing of like you have to be flexible enough to help the other person if they can't do it because of mm-hmm. yeah you know, such so it's like flexibility work ethic and really having to be adaptable because sometimes i feel like it would be okay with the social media it's like okay we can't do social media at the level that deb and rachel are doing but we have to do it to some level and that was like reposting our own you know pages you know what i mean um and so i think it's like flexibility being flexible one is when you're starting out you have to be flexible um but uh, but then also knowing like people's like work ethic how how well do they work and can they be able to meet the demands of their particular position that they're about to to fill because yeah. we learned that real quick in, in real another, quick uh another organization and <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. I'm just, I'm not trying to name drop, but we learned this situation. Those, yeah. And you know, we had to kind of, okay, you can't do it this today. Okay, let me let me switch up my schedule and fill you fill in for you because you can't do it. You know. Yeah. it, Yeah. It was like having to be flexible or adjust ourselves, cause, you know. Hi. It's tough. It's very tough. Yeah, uh, we all took the cross on a lot of things, so kudos to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so flexibility, work ethic, 
maximizing people's gifts. Yes, yes, yes. Communication yeah. is key. Understanding, understanding is also key. We, you know, understanding the people that you work with that is also key. It's true. Very for bold. The, highlight, like underline. You know, the, the thing is, when she, like, for example, she is very direct, and sometimes how she comes off on text message, you can, like, misconstrue the information. Yeah. But if you know what she means and you know where she's coming from, then you're just like, oh, okay, that's just what it is. You know, because yeah. we all have different personalities. How we convey information is completely different. And you have to have that, like, um, in a way be empathetic that you're like, okay, I know you didn't mean it that way. I know this is like what you mean. And so, and so, or just being like, I don't like the way you delivered this message. Could you mm. sort of word it in a different way? Yeah. That sounds better for me. Right. And then you're like, okay. Rather than being met with opposition or defense mm. when you're airing out your grievances. Yeah. It's yeah. a yeah. thing basically. Yeah. That's Especially true. when you, when you, cause like, and I think this is what, what I had said was um, the first time we sort of, there were a couple hiccups, was that if the vibe of the group isn't there, if, like, if we're not able to get along with each other properly, it will definitely be reflected in the work that we're putting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the way yeah. we work together will say a lot in the work that we put out. So I think if we don't air out our grievances and our concerns and someone doesn't express like, I don't like the way you do this or whatever right now. And, and then you, the person who's being told doesn't receive it from a place of like, okay, let me try and understand where you're coming from. We're really going to have a problem. And we're going to yeah. suffer and struggle moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to so, add like, oh, it, kind of, it also comes with a sense, like a, different sense of maturity maturity yeah. to, to first of all yeah. understand your you know other people that you work with being um have that open line of communication being flexible and just also trying to um separate friendship and professionalism because i feel like that's also important because you will find in a um in a lot of times where friend groups who cannot be able to work together is because it becomes really mumbled jumbled and you know in for for something to work for you for all of y'all to um really create something put up something beautiful you have to be able to know okay right now we're on a professionalism basis let's work and then we can be fret. I mean, not saying like really separate, but you know, kind of know when it's time to work and when it's time to be pleasurable or whatever. Okay, that's that came out really wrong. But to, I know. <laughs> hey. <left>. Okay. Pleasurable. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, that's not what I meant. But um, you get what I'm saying. To be no, fair, we do. Yeah. We do. Yes. I think no, that, but Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I think it, 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 it's, it's a two-way thing. And I also think it's learning how to... I'll back Shadi's point up and how she's saying, like, how to address your concerns. I think I've learned from me, when someone has an issue with me, they, 
they probably don't know how to address it because the way they address it to me, it feels like an attack. Right. Mm -hmm. But I've learned, like, if you come to me and tell me, Hey, sure. There's a problem. Can we talk about it? As opposed to telling me, sure. You're like this, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, so whomever is listening to this and you're, you're, um, you're working with your friends or even in friendships, basically in any relationship, there needs to be an understanding of like, if I come to you, cause I also think people, when people say, Oh, we need to talk. It's always like, nah, it's like, it, it's about to be bad because it, especially in a professional setting, because you don't know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a two way street on how you approach the person who you have an issue with and also like how you will receive the information given and it, and that takes work to be honest to whoever is listening to this let's like you have to constantly work on that because the initial response of a human being is defense because you will always protect yourself before someone else yeah. so the first thing is to take things personally then to defend yourself and then it becomes like deb is saying mumbo jumbo but i think and also like don't misconstrue what the word understanding is i think i've come to see that when people say, oh, understand what I'm saying, people think that you should, know, you should actually get what that person is, is, is feeling. And that's not the case. Understanding, I think, is much more to do with listening. You know, like if Deb came to me and told me, sure, you hurt me in this specific way, and I'm like, I understand. In that gasp, like so much is left, but I think in that aspect, if I say I understand, it's being like, Okay, I hear you and I hear that I hurt you. See, I because as in, see, as in feel pain, yeah, Deb. I can't feel Deb's pain. I can't feel Sherry's pain or Bogwa's or Sherry's. We can never feel each other's pains, you know? But for me, the term understanding is, is more of like a listening factor of like, I'm also acknowledging the fact that you feel this way and I'm going to try and do something about it. So, yeah. Sure. So. Yeah, but been uh the ride yeah it's um it's been fun as we share our lessons with you we've had a lot of fun like deb said we have to acknowledge all the good times we've had yeah the barbecues the 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 concerts we've attended together with our extended family um so i i think 2019 was like a year for all of us to just bond more to to do something together we also want to appreciate our extended crew because they did an amazing job in in that yeah they were in the videos and um they were always so supportive (laughs) buying their merch um and things like that so in closing um like i don't know if i mentioned in the beginning of this podcast it you know as my friends as my family their job was to help me create a vision of an event. Like we said, it was going to be an event. I actually, the day I registered the organization, I was just doing it that way. We can have our name not taken away. You know, I wasn't thinking of like, Oh, this is a foundation I'm setting out to be because the vision I had for my own foundation was completely different. (laughs) But, um, here we are and CMBL is about to take on another huge journey. And if anyone would like to share what their, perspective journeys is probably going to be before I close out with what we are going to be um I'm going to be doing with CMBL moving forward and the things that are yet to come um and also let you guys know as much as we may also pursue our individual um 
things and endeavors, I think we will always come back to discuss. You know, there are a couple of more things that I left that we are also going to be taking care of together as a team. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll go. Um, I guess for me, what's next? Uh, first of all, I like to take like all the lessons because I've learned a lot of, uh, just working uh, with you all and working on building out CMBL. And I like to take those lessons and apply them in kind of like my next uh, chapter of life. And I think, I think I'm gonna, I, I, this is like, has been a great experience. And I think I've learned a lot and it's gonna help me a lot in achieving, uh, I guess my dreams and my goals. Mm-hmm. And I think the, something that I can share with people is kind of like, sometimes, if, cause I think before we started CMBL, I always have ideas I want to kind of like pursue and whatnot, but I felt like they just never went anywhere, right? Yeah. So I think when CMBL came about, it was also uh, another reason that kind of like kept me on track of uh, helping you pursue your vision was that sometimes it's good to kind of like step away, do something out of the ordinary that's different for, for you and just see what you can learn and gain from that. So mm-hmm. I felt like that's what CMBL was. And now going back into kind of like pursuing my own ideas, I feel like I'm better equipped, better prepared. Mm. Uh, and I'm excited about that. So I, I want to take a leap of faith into like entrepreneurship. Like yeah. big time, big time. Yeah. Like, Do it. I tell you what. I had a I had a I had a dream the other day when I was walking. Actually it was a vision. I was I was running and I was like, Boa, I see you doing like this huge IT company, helping kids like yeah. learn and stuff like that. And I meant to talk to you about that. But yeah, I I actually <laughs> I actually cannot wait to see what you will do. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So, so. yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, and I remember uh, June, June 20th, the day, the day I moved in, you remember yeah. the housewarming party? Yeah. Like that energy from yeah. that day, that yeah. night, because that night was great, right? Yeah. I think that energy is like carried forward and I think from now on, so it's still carrying forward. Uh, it's that, just asking yourself like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. You text me that a lot. Why not? (laughs) So I was also the theme of your Christmas party. Was it Christmas party or Thanksgiving? With a little Thanksgiving bash. Yeah. Um, the Thanksgiving bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) why not? Why not? (laughs) That was the motto of 2020. Why not? And why not here? And then the second said, why? Well, I think it, we've all definitely learned like you got to practice what you preach type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, and also being held accountable when you're working with your people, when you're working with the team, they're able to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a great thing. And I think like seeing the response we got from everybody mm-hmm. kind of showed us, all right, like it was sad because we're coming to the end of our little chapter when you feel like it's finally picking up, you know, and people are at least know us well enough to tune in, to know that we're not playing, to take you serious, to take a moment and stop and actually read and listen to and watch whatever you're putting out. I think like 
learning to practice what you preach is a big thing for us. And I think like how Boga was explaining, it pushed him to do certain things. I think that's that part of it. Like you feel it inside of you. Like I can't be here telling people Mm-hmm. to consider therapy to consider counseling to talk to our parents to fix the relationships we have to check in with your friends if you're not doing it too and so that was one thing I think I observed with everybody like we consciously would try to do stuff like me and Sherry would joke when we're about to do something and we're like okay wait and we have the same people and then we'd be like yeah we're not gonna do that or we would joke about something and laugh but you're like no it's for real because you realize when you think about like things that you observe as like a consumer and someone for instance would be advertising like how smoking is bad for you and then the next minute you're seeing them smoke like a whole pack you know it makes you look at them like so what are you trying to tell us you know and so I think it's very important and it it helped to push us not saying that you're perfect or you're going to do everything you're supposed to or everyone has to agree with how you live your life it doesn't mean that the knowledge of what you have in your head is gone just because you might do something that seems out of character but i i definitely think it it kind of makes you step up the work that you're doing and what you're claiming to stand for and be passionate about you have to step up and now embody that for other people to then also take you seriously and see that you're for real about it it got to a point like i would show up anywhere here and everyone is like oh my god so today my mental health is and i'm like you know what y'all might be trying to clown me but it's okay because i know that it's in your head clearly you saw me you heard me so i'm good with it make fun of it and then be like oh my god okay can i be a guest next week and i'm like oh my god i'm like all right ha 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 but it's good you're watching so yeah it makes a difference so what are your future endeavors Rachel my future endeavors I think like uh, moving forward um, I'll be finishing my last year's school right now so that's what kind of has my energy but also definitely have to think of um, what I want to do is in work planning on running an adult family home still in that health field and also just figuring out what type of um, place I want to apply to work at or even do a nursing residency program that would be okay Um, yeah trying to figure out those next steps but for sure it's shown me that honestly I think we've all learned when you want to do something bad enough and you get a team of good people to get behind you Mm -hmm. you will figure it out yeah you will figure out what to do like you're saying we'll get on youtube we'll be on google looking up how to do stuff and you're like how is this other company and i think we did that a lot we looked for inspiration amongst other stuff and you're like how are they doing this or like how can we you know take this sort of idea and make it our own like man it it showed us we can really go after something and make it happen so after school I mean and even through this even though we're kind of parting ways and doing our own thing for now I think for sure being part of this I would never hesitate to help Cheryl in anything else that she would want to do like moving forward in terms of this just from behind the scenes it's really been a good experience once you actually see the impact that you're having not only for you but for people around you and your community at large. Um, so many people sure are asking, are you guys going to expand? Like, where are you stationed? I'm like, oh my Lord, Jesus. So at times I'm like, our headquarters technically where our people are is St. Louis. 
But um, we have someone in Chicago, and um, we have someone out here in Seattle. You know, like, you don't know. You're trying to explain how we're going to move forward, and it, it, it makes you kind of sound like, dang, like, I wish we were all at a different place in our life where we could be able to take this on for real, for real. And push it like crazy. But I know whatever Cheryl will plan to do, at some point, I feel like we're going to meet you some point, somewhere in the future for sure. And we can definitely do more work. I think people really appreciated what we did. So we'll see moving forward. Let us all finish our little hustling little years for a minute. (laughs) We got to get out here and make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think for me, um, so where I'm heading to is graduation um, in about less than six months now. Wow. Oh my party after party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, y'all have no idea how it's been a long time coming. Hey, thank God we're coming towards the end of the road. Um, yes. Um, but, you know, other than that, as you know, all, like Rachel trying to figure out like where um, to start working, like where my nursing career will start, what it will lead me to. Um, I also have other ideas on the side. Um, you know, now that I'm back on um, YouTube, trying to see where that that platform is also heading to and putting more um, time and effort into it. Um, also, this is where I will say, please uh, follow and subscribe on my Oh, channel. yes. Um, the <laughs> handle is Debbie Baluka. Please find me on YouTube, um, on Instagram as well. Debbie underscore Baluka. Thank you very much. We appreciate your followership. Yes, PSA, PSA. <laughs> All things Debbie, we here for it. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know... Also, kind of just seeing where life um, will take me. I feel like I'm get um, moving on to a different phase of my life as well. I'm trying to figure out this adulting um, business, you know. Um, so just you know, seeing how how that's gonna go. Um, um, trying to bring all my goals to life. Um, I'm gonna say this here so that y'all hold me accountable. Um, I've been thinking and wanting to write a book. So I put it out there. It's out there. Um, <laughs> yes, big things. big things. Um, yeah, so now, now y'all can hold me accountable when in about three, four years, you don't he- hear anything. Like, Debbie, what's the book that you were talking about? You know? Um, Girl, we'll yeah. be in those comments, those DMs. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Every nook and crack, nook and crack. Ask, ask. I need to be pushed. Um, so yeah, that's 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 so far for me. Um, but oh yeah, but as always, you know, um, keep uh, you know the, the goals also to keep pushing this conversation wherever I am. You know, pushing for mental health awareness and advocacy. Um, it's definitely important. So, yes, that's me. I guess save the last for save the best for last. <laughs> um, for the best. Debatable. Anyways, so I will be pursuing medicine. I start med school this fall. Woo, 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 woo. Um, woo, no, 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 no. 
I guess you gonna be a tiger. Where? Don't tell people where I'm going. Stucky. <laughs> Oh, it's too late. Nice. <laughs> they don't know. It's tiger. They don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so that will be a challenge of its own. So I, and I also have like an interest in social justice. So trying to navigate and figure out how I can bring together the, my interest in both medicine and social justice and find what, what intersects the two. I think is what I hope to pursue in the next couple of years. But first it's med school, but um, yeah. So that is what I'm going to be doing. I feel like med school speaks volumes by itself. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be like, I'm doing this and this on the side. You, cause I can't. Yeah, no, nah, you can't. No. <laughs> cause I can't. <laughs> Plus, also, I I feel like me. I like to move in silence, so I will tell you things once it's actually happening or it's a it's for sure. But um, as of right now, med school is certain, and I need to figure out like my way through it. I need to find my study habits again. I need to I need to figure out how I can be successful in in school again. Um, but I definitely feel like the skills that I've learned from this being part of CMBL, I would definitely take on, um, with me and apply them in the next phase of my life for sure. Yay, everyone. Um, wow. I, I think we should probably let you guys know that we will be doing a scholarship, a one-time scholarship um, fund for um, for someone next fall. And that is something we'll reveal in due course. Um, but as far as like CMBL's transition, um, I'll be moving to London um, this, this fall. Is it this fall? Yes, this fall. <laughs> London Tings. Um, and so I'll be pursuing my master's in global mental health. Um, and, and for me, it's really important for, for me to have, to continuously learn within this field. So being able to have tools that will enable me to lead CMBL into the future that I hope it will be, um, not just for our community, but for the global, um, world that we live in right now um currently the things that will be happening while i'm in school i'll be doing podcast episodes um we're gonna have authors we're gonna have health professionals in terms of like nutrition we're gonna have um personal conversations with friends of mine um and even different founders of mental health awareness organizations in africa um, who are trying to just not only change the conversation, but how we how we internalize mental health in Africa in general. So a lot of things are are gonna be revealed in due course. But I will say one thing that I that I really really hope I can achieve with CMBL, and that's being able to create a crisis text line for all of Africa. That is a goal. You know, just like how there's like a crisis text line for the States and Europe, I think Africa is constantly left behind. And if 
my organization, CMBL, can be able to hold and partner up with different organizations and do different things for mental health in each country in Africa, that's a goal that I would be forever proud of. So, and of course, with the scholarship fund, that is something I hope to be ongoing for the rest of my life. Um, and a couple of other ideas that are that are in the works um, and also just working with different governments. Um, I'm excited to go to London. I'm excited to, to see a new environment for CMBL, especially being in a continent that's very accepting of mental health um, and also being very um, focused on Commonwealth countries because African countries are, are, discovered, are considered com Commonwealth countries um, in the UK. So I'm genuinely excited to see where all of us go. And like I said, we will we will all work together again. When the time is right, when the time is appropriate, we will all come back together again and work together. And and still the work continues behind the scenes, the work continues together. Um, you know, we'll be the ones who will decide who gets a scholarship, not just me. The five of us will decide who gets a scholarship. Um, I don't think there's any time that I wouldn't hit up our group chat and be like, hey guys, like I met this person, what's your take on it? Irrespective of how busy we'll be in our personal lives. But also I think a goal that is for me as well is to continuously grow as a leader. I think that is my goal as well, to inwardly grow continuously in the spaces that I occupy. That is a goal that I hope to achieve um, and I, I'm also very much interested in just doing public speaking. <laughs> I think I love, I love the idea of like being in conferences and talking at conferences um, and being able to also like talk about my own experiences in spaces where whatever it is that I'm talking about, it helps someone grow inwardly, you know, even if it's not about mental health, there are other plenty of things I'm involved with such as women's rights, and I'm a huge climate change advocate. So it's, it's wanting CMBL not just to encompass mental health, but to also be part of the forward-thinking groups and organizations that are meant to make this world a better place because I truly believe my life is meant to be a life of service. That is why I'm, at, I'm on this planet. It's just to be a person who serves others so we want to thank you so much. We have been in awe, like everyone said here. We didn't know it was gonna be this big. I think for me, I always envisioned it being big, but I think for me, what I got out of it is, I got the approval. I take the mark of like, where do we go? Like, where is the direction for CMBL? So I'm truly grateful. Um, and I'm truly grateful to have done this with my best friends, my sisters my brother so we're family as we talk here we're not we're we're family <laughs> so yeah so thank you so much and we look forward to seeing you guys soon i guess <laughs> in the near future so bye bye for now adios soon adios 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 okay i say it for everybody i say it all <laughs>